So for today's podcast, we've got really something very interesting to talk about, and that is some great success that came recently out of a couple of our students at New Tech Institute High School. And we are joined today by Principal Chris Gibson from New Tech. So Mr. Gibson, thank you for coming in today. Thank you for the invitation. Glad to be here. So Chris, we're going to talk about two of your students, Eli Duff and Jacob Barnwell, who recently won the Changemaker Challenge. And so we'll, we'll bring them on here in a second, and I'll talk to them more about that. Really just a phenomenal accomplishment. Absolutely. Um, I know as principal of New Tech, you're certainly very proud. So let's let's back up for a second before we get into the individual students. And for some of our listeners who may not be familiar with New Tech, tell us a little bit about that. What What is the New Tech high school experience like? Sure. New Tech started as an innovative high school option in the EVSC in 2010. So we really focus on project-based learning and STEM. So our students learn by doing. So they're still going to learn math, English, science, social studies, and meet all of the state standards and, and uh, curriculum expectations from the Department of Education. We just do things a little differently. So our students collaborate in projects, and then they will do presentations. So it really helps them develop their knowledge and thinking, of course, as they leave an Algebra one class, they need to have that knowledge, but also collaboration, agency, and then oral and written communication. So it really just is a different way of doing high school. And I know it's not uncommon when I've been there before to see um, a lot of your classes sometimes are almost, I don't know if I'm using the right word, partnered together where you have two different subject areas where you're almost learning together, right? Right. English and U.S. history, uh, English 9 and U.S. history are that way, and then also English 10 and world history. So just a co-teaching environment where, for instance, as freshmen learn about the 1920s, they're learning about the history of the 20s in the history part of it. They're reading The Great Gatsby in the English part of it. And then the culminating product is where they uh, create a radio show where they have to interview a figure from the 1920s and then um, – basically encapsulate all of the news that happened during the decade. So they're still learning The Great Gatsby. They're still sure. learning uh, history. It's just in a, a different way with a different outcome. Let's see how it all fits together. Absolutely. Right. And then this has been an exciting year for you all, too, because throughout your history, you've always been located in a portion of the Southern Indiana Career and Tech Center on Lynch Road. This year, you had a big move over to First Avenue on the north side. Tell us a little bit about how that's gone. So we we had a great 13 years at the Career and Technical Center, and then the opportunity came about for us to have our own facility on First Avenue. So that allowed us to have science labs and a gym and auditorium, a cafeteria, you know, just allowed us to kind of take on that identity of, of, of a high school. And sure. our students have really felt at home. We heard a senior comment just a couple of weeks after we had moved that already feels like home. Wow. Um, and so that it really does help us with our identity because a lot of times, you know, what is new tech and, and, right. and where are, where's new tech located? You know, so right. uh, it, we hope that it gives us that identity and that, that sense of, um, you know, our students have their very their own, own space. Right. Exactly. Well, and you always made it work in great fashion. For example, you've always done, I know, uh, theater type productions, right. uh -huh. drama, um, and you did it in a, in a really nice space at the career and tech center, but now you have your own dedicated auditorium. Right. And I know you've always been very involved with, uh, you haven't had a gym in the past to do this, but with archery, and now that has to be great for your archery program, which it, is really a, a big part of your school. Absolutely, because our, our cafeteria at our former space, our team would have to move the cafeteria tables sure. um, three times a week to practice. And now 
they have a gym. We hosted our own archery tournament. Um, and as you mentioned, theater is, we have so many more opportunities with having a stage and the, the curtains were put in uh, this past week. And so it just really kind of lends that authenticity to it. Right. And our robotics team, you know, just having. Yes, you had a world champion right. competition yeah, one, uh, that you entered recently and, right. and you've done extremely well with robotics. Right. State champion back in um, April of 2023 and had the chance to go to worlds and, you know, just things like the move just give us more opportunities right. to expand and have more resources. Well, and I know if anybody out there is listening, they're interested in there, they can go to our website, evscschools.com. But they can also follow New Tech on Facebook. You all are very active on social media. You really highlight all the things going on. It gives you a great snapshot into the school for anyone out there that wants to learn more. Right. Absolutely. A couple of things I want to ask you before we transition over to these two sure. students, Chris. And that is, I know um, when I've spoken with them in the past, they talked about your Entrepreneurial Academy. Tell uh, me a little bit about that or that course. What is sure. that? The Entrepreneurial Academy is a, a pathway from the Indiana Department of Education. So our students are able to fulfill a graduation requirement for participation in the academy. They also earn a technical certificate from Ivy Tech. So it equates to about 24 college credit hours. Wow. And the whole idea behind it is where they learn to plan, design, and then start and launch their own business. And so, you know, pre in previous years, as we were kind of getting it off the ground, we sort of focused on the theory of here's what it would look like if you were to start a business. And now with community partners and a, a lot of help and mentorship for, from those community partners and entrepreneurs in the community, you know, for instance, Brad Niemeyer from AZ Pizza, who, you know, is, is a well-known, yes, um, you know, entrepreneur who, who launched a business that's now, you know, very, very, very yeah. successful. <laughs> so, you know, he was gracious enough to invite our students to, to come out to AZIP and, and just learn about what does it take to launch a business. Wow. And so it's, it, it kind of fits our mission of learning by doing, uh, where our students learn to start the business. And it's not just the theory behind it, but their charge is actually to start a business. Wow. What a, what a great learning opportunity for your students. Last thing I wanted to ask you, and this was just recently uh, that you all held this, you had a STEM Fest, and I know that is a huge event. Tell us about that quickly. Our parent group about seven years ago came up with the idea in collaboration with our teachers and staff about having a STEM Fest because being a project-based school and also a STEM certified school from the Department of Ed, you know, we want to have that STEM outreach. That's really a lot of what we try to do is plant the seeds of STEM in the community. So our STEM Fest is an, a yearly event that we have where we, in, one day is where we invite about 800 middle school students in, and then day two is open to the community with about 800 to 1,000. I was going to um, say, you had a good turnout. We did, yeah. and about half of the booths are staffed by local businesses that have hands-on STEM activities, but again, kind of going to that learning by doing from our students, about half of the booths are um, staffed by our students so that students can um, isolate strawberry DNA. They can learn about fire science. They can, um, we've had a button making station. So our students are behind the table doing the STEM activities with younger students. So it's, it's that STEM outreach and learning by doing and really trying to make an impact in the community. Wow. All good stuff. Absolutely. This, this is fantastic. No one, I know you're very proud to be there and take a lot of pride in the work your students and staff do Absolutely. there. But I mean, certainly you all are accomplishing a lot. And again, go to our uh, website to learn more about New Tech. Follow New Tech right. on Facebook. You can really get a good picture of what's going on. And 
We appreciate you coming in, Chris. And now we're going to switch over and bring Eli and Jacob on, and we're going to hear about this great accomplishment. But thank you for taking the time to talk to thank us. Thank you so much. We are so proud of Jacob and Eli. They It's a historic accomplishment for our school and just very proud of them and what they were able to accomplish. And, and they're great ambassadors for for our school and what we do. So uh, glad to have the opportunity. Well said. We're going to bring them on and talk to them next. Okay. So now we've had the opportunity to talk to uh, Principal Chris Gibson from New Tech Institute High School. So now we have an opportunity to talk to the two of you, and I really appreciate you both coming in. So both of you are juniors at New Tech. Eli Duff, thank you for coming in. You're welcome. And then Jacob Barnwell, we also appreciate you coming in. So First of all, let's just cut to the chase. The two of you were the recent partners and winners of a competition that is held annually called the Changemaker Challenge, which I'm so impressed by this because this is just such an incredible achievement. But first of all, talk to me about what is, what is the competition you entered? What is this event? Whoever wants to answer that. Okay. Uh, so... Changemaker, first off, from my understanding, it's a national competition. Okay. People from all over the United States of America can come and compete in this. Uh, for res- for reference, some of our competitors, uh, one was from Texas, I think. Another one was from Illinois. And then I think one I think one of the girls was also from Wyoming. I could be wrong in saying okay. that, but I think I remember it was that. Missouri, right? Missouri. Okay. okay. Yeah, Missouri. So obviously this is a competition not just local. I mean, you yeah. were dealing with with individuals and teams uh, from all over. And yeah. and so what really, what are you trying to accomplish through this competition for somebody who has no knowledge of it? Um, well, essentially, uh, we're trying to change the world. Um, uh, just one project at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Uh, a lot of the projects were focused on um, just awareness of certain problems. Um, we know one was awareness of human trafficking. Um, one of them was uh, just trying to spread awareness of of, um, of deaf the deaf population. Okay. Um, and then we had um, bigger projects, which was centered around um, uh, improving education um, for people that fell behind during COVID nineteen. Okay. Um, so there was a wide range of projects that uh, we're all just around changing the world, which is just, you, you want to become a change maker. So sure. that's, that's yeah. what the project, that's. And I remember, I, I had the pleasure of meeting with you guys recently, uh, after you won this competition, you were being interviewed by some local media about this. And I think both of you commented that, that you re- were really honored to be in competition with all yeah. of these yeah. teams because you yeah. were so impressed with the different projects. Yeah, uh, everyone there, they had their own wonderful, unique ideas that I think if they were to be implemented, it could effectively change the world as we know it. Okay. It could make not only Evansville, but Indianapolis, uh, Miami, you know, wherever it's implemented, it could make sure. it a better place. Sure. So as we alluded to at the beginning of this podcast, the two of you won, which is amazing. What an accomplishment. So again, congratulations. Thank you. So with the project the two of you worked on, tell us about it. What was your winning project? So what we're doing is a solar powered streetlight um, with a monitored dome camera. Um, so we're planning to have up to 25 police officers, um, watch the cameras. Um, obviously if we can't do that, they're going to be recorded and, um, stored in a data bank that deletes eventually. Um, 
Now, it's not a completely original idea, but it's something that we thought was very important that should be here in Evansville um, that we noticed is only just on a few streetlights and even then uh, isn't on the important areas. Because really, you're looking to increase safety and security in a neighborhood type setting, knowing that with light comes uh, a safer environment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and we plan on putting them in, in the Jacobsville area and its surrounding sectors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How did you come up with an idea like this? I mean, what, as you're going through this, I know you're both in the Entrepreneurial Academy at New Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so what took you down this path? Um, well, originally I was sitting in our English class with my friends Levi, Jordan, and Peyton, and all of us, excluding Peyton, are in the entrepreneurial class, okay. and we were discussing uh, entrepreneurial ideas, and then Jordan brought up uh, how Evansville needs new like lighting systems, particularly new streetlights, because a lot of them are out, and because of that, his family doesn't feel safe. And then Levi chimed in and had the same sentiment. His mother doesn't feel safe walking the streets at night because these lighting systems don't work like they should. Uh, so really, you're hearing about an issue that to you stands out as this is a problem that yeah. we need to work on a solution for. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a personal problem. It's yeah, a lot is. of a lot of people close to us, uh, yeah, friends and family, uh, it affects them. So directly impacts them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know that uh, that kind of sparked this idea, and then I went to our teacher, Mrs. Schaefer, uh, the teacher for the Entrepreneurial Academy. And she said, why don't you join our Changemaker Challenge Club? Uh, And from there, I was off to the races. I joined. uh, And then I went to go talk to Jacob a day after that and, (laughs) in a sense, pulled him into the Changemaker Challenge Club. And then he brought in the idea of these monitored CCTV dome cameras. And then we just put two and two together and voila, you know, it just came to what it is today worked out well that eli mentioned this it did this competition it did yeah we never thought uh we never thought that we were gonna win but uh, i i could say that we're glad we did well absolutely i mean it again it's amazing and at the end of the day what is it that you think in a such a competitive environment where clearly i'm sure all of these projects served a great purpose what was it that you think took yours to the top how did you win this walk away with the change maker championship um, you think Probably our we directly targeted um the Evansville area, we think. Um maybe we 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 didn't seem like numbers, perhaps. Sure. Is that you weren't so generalized. Yeah, yeah. You had a um, specific targeted yeah, area. So so impact. instead of saying percentages, um, we made it seem like people. Um so instead sure. of uh, 10% of the population, we said 250 per- or 250 people are being affected by sure. it. So we made it seem like a personal thing right. um, instead of just percentages and, 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 and numbers. Um, and we can thank uh, Robert Lopez at uh, the U of E um, Center for Innovation and Change. He works there now, but uh, he gave us that advice. I remember yeah. you both said that part of the power behind this program that you were fortunate enough to participate in really was that collaboration in, in the learning experience. Absolutely. You just yeah. named someone yeah. from U of E, but I mean, it wasn't just the two of you. You've already talked about your mm-hmm. entrepreneurial yep. academy, your teacher, someone from U of E. I mean, this was powerful, this experience. Yeah. Yeah. We got to network um, with so many people, with people from um, Signature School and people from um, 
again, I think it was Michigan and not Missouri, right. but we, we got to network from people all over the country and, uh, your competitors. You yeah. Our competitors. Yeah. Yeah. From we got one to another. Collaborate with them. Yeah. We got to, um, work with them and get to know each other pretty well. And, uh, they're truly some great people out there. I think one of the things, um, that stood out to me when, when I heard you both speak earlier too, was your commitment to this community. I mean, and, and I don't know, I, I, you know, I don't want to speak for the judges how this impacted, but I know you just talked about how you made it personal with our community, but I know you both spoke earlier about how important it is to you to make sure that we're doing as much as we can for our own area right here yeah. in our home of Evansville, Indiana. Yeah. Well, um, born and raised here. Uh, and because of that, I've, Though I'm only 17, I feel like I'm qualified enough to say I've seen a lot of changes in Evansville. I've seen a lot of bad things and good things. And um, you want to see more good? Yeah. <laughs> coming in yeah, the basically. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. like to eliminate the bad as much as I possibly can and bring about good changes right. for not only my friends and family, but strangers. You know, I'd right. like everyone to live a good, happy, prosperous life. And we were talking about this before we started recording today how great how wonderful it is for the two of you you're both high school juniors clearly very talented uh very committed to your work and to your focus and to this project but through winning this you won a scholarship to attend the university of evansville mm -hmm. and i know you're you're still looking at all options but boy that has to feel good to know that as a high school junior you already know that you have a scholarship in place to attend yeah. full ride scholarship let me say to attend the university of evansville and ue is it's just a it's a great school there it's a it's a very personal school um and they they help you through it um they have a very good program called um change lab which is a whole class dedicated to getting your project done um again we mentioned robert lopez uh, and he's responsible for the Trinity Stormwater Project downtown, which is the whole reason there's been so much uh, construction and there's been the road, the road's been closed so much down there. Um, and he, he's responsible for that. And he got that done in his four, his four years at college. Uh, and that was his change maker project. And he didn't even win, but he still attended UE and he still attended Change Lab and they still got his project done. So it just goes to show how powerful that program really is yeah. and, and how much of a change they can make any uh any words of encouragement advice for any students in the future in future years that are considering entering into the change maker challenge um first of all to do it i would imagine <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. um it can seem daunting and honestly it is uh i remember before we competed i was nervous for Oh man, all the months leading up to it, I was nervous. I was freaking out about it. I didn't think that I would even get into the top 20, but you know, we got into the top 20. Uh, I, I, I freaked out about that for a while. I was ecstatic. Uh, and then we competed top six and then first place. And that was rest is history. Yeah. The rest is history. And with that, you know, um, I, I guess, I guess the whole purpose of me saying this is even though it seems daunting, you don't really know what could happen unless you try it. Yeah, sure. If you don't try it, you may miss out on something that could be historic for you, your family, and everyone else around you. Yeah. You as as it, it's called the Change Maker Challenge because if you compete, even if you don't win, if you compete and your idea gets recognition, you can be a you can truly be a change maker with that idea. You wow. can make the world as we know it a better place.
And it all starts with you just putting your feet into this change maker challenge zone. You know, if you just step out of your comfort zone and try it, you could change the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, make make your change. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Uh, we didn't think we we're gonna win. No, no <laughs> yeah. matter how silly you think it is, there's someone out there that likely agrees with you. It's a big world. So yeah, that is true. Well, let me just say, first of all, thank you for your comments. You guys are very inspiring. Congratulations again on winning this very competitive competition. Congratulations on earning the scholarship to the University of Evansville. And look forward to hearing a lot of great things from both of you in the future, because I think there's no doubt uh, the Changemaker name says it all. You you guys are in this to make change, and I think it's going to happen. So, Eli, Jacob, thank you both, and wish you nothing but continued success in your future. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us.